0: al Bayan Radio presents the following lesson from Masjid Al-Azhar, Bilmo. Bismillah rahman rahim Alhamdulillah. Wa wassalamu wa Allah, ala Wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa bihuda. Amma ba'd. Tonight we continue with the explanation of Al-Ha'iyya. And we take a new chapter tonight. Regarding the belief in the last day After we discussed The belief in the Qadr We now move on To the belief In the last day And the Imam Rahimahullah He says Regarding the belief in the last day In his poem وَلَا jahlan جَهْلًا wa munkara وَلَا الْحَوْضَ وَالْمِيزَانَ إِنَّكَ He says, and definitely do not reject out of ignorance belief in Nakir and Munkar. And we know those are the two names of the Malaika, the two angels who question you in the grave. So the Imam is saying, do not reject out of ignorance the belief in Nakir and Munkar And as we said They are the two angels Who question us in the grave Or the Hawd The Hawd is the fountain Of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Or the scales The scales that weigh The person's actions On the Day of Judgment He said surely you are being advised Sincerely Surely you are being advised Sincerely. The sheikh says this line of poetry and those after it are in regards to belief in the last day. The day which comes after the life of this world and it is the day of requital, the day of recompense and the day of judgment. And belief in the Day of Judgment, or the Last Day, is one of the pillars of Iman. It is one of the pillars of Iman, which came in the hadith of Umar ibn al-Khattab, Allahu anhu, the famous hadith of Jibreel, salam. When the angel Jibril came to him and he asked him, what is Iman? He said to believe in Allah, his books, his messengers, his angels, and the Last Day. And to believe in the qadr, the decree It's good and it's evil or it's bad So these are the six pillars of iman And sometimes they are mentioned together And sometimes only some of them are mentioned There's times where all the six pillars are mentioned together And there's times where only some of them are mentioned like when Allah Azza wa says man akhir believes in Allah and the last day that's two pillars believing in Allah and the last day <coughs> so sometimes Allah Azza wa only mentions one two three pillars and sometimes he combines them all at the same time like when Allah Azza wa says وَلَكِنَّ الْبِرَّ مَنْ آمَنَ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ وَالْمَلَائِكَةِ وَالْكِتَابِ وَالنَّبِيِّينَ Here, Allah Azza wa Jal says, it is not birr, it is not from piety or righteousness that you turn your faces towards the east or the west in prayer, but birr, righteousness, is for the one who believes in Allah, the last day, the angels, the books, and the prophets. Here it mentioned most of the pillars, all of them except for the qadr. And Allah Azza wa said, بما أنزل والمؤمنون كل آمن بالله wa لا نفرق بين أحد min Another verse, that combined most of the pillars of Iman. So belief in the last day, my dear brothers and sisters, is one of the pillars of Iman. And whoever denies it has disbelieved. Whoever denies the last day, the next life, is a disbeliever. And whoever says that there will not be a resurrection, rather we only live this life in the dunya, then he has belied Allah and his Messenger. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam And the consensus of the Muslims There is no doubt that the one who denies the resurrection Has disbelieved Whoever denies that we are resurrected after death Out of our graves is not a Muslim Because Allah has spoken in detail And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Has mentioned in detail That we are resurrected after death And that we will be brought back Out of our graves to stand in front of Allah Azza wa Jal for judgment. A party goes to Jannah and a party goes to hellfire. This is from the belief in the last day and it is obligatory. Whoever denies this, the belief in the Akhirah, is a disbeliever. They are not considered to be Muslim. And there's many verses where Allah speaks about Quraysh and how they denied the resurrection and how they denied the next life. Like Allah Azza wa Jal, He says kafaroo Alla qul bala wa Rabbi la Until the end of the ayah Allah Azza wa Jal says The disbelievers claim That they will never be resurrected The kufar of Quraysh The disbelievers, they used to think that, that we're never gonna be resurrected after death And then Allah says Yes Say, O oh Muhammad sallallahu sallam, Yes, by Allah you will certainly be resurrected. Allah Azza wa makes that promise that we will all be resurrected after death to be, to stand in front of Allah Azza wa for judgment. And Allah Azza wa says about them that they said, This is what Quraysh used to say in the time of the Prophet. They said there is no other life except this one. That's what they used to believe. There's no other life except this one and never will we be resurrected. We will never be resurrected. Similar to atheism today. The atheists, they don't believe in the next life. They don't believe in resurrection and whatever else. Quraysh had the similar belief. They used to think that this is the only life that you live. You turn to dust and then you become nothing. That's it. And the sheikh mentions a number of verses regarding what they said from denying the next life. So these are the statements of the disbelievers, past and present. They deny the resurrection without any proof, except their statement, how can people be resurrected when they die and become dust? This is impossible. That's their argument. That's what Quraysh used to say. And that's what some of the kuffar say today. They go, Look, you're dust. You become dust. You become nothing. How are you going to come back from that? And Allah Azza wa Jal mentions this about Quraysh. As Allah Azza wa Jal says, Qala man wa hiya ramim. This is in Surah Yasin regarding the man who questioned and denied that you can come back to life. He, the disbeliever, says, Who will give life to these bones After they are rotten and have become dust That's what they said Who's gonna bring these bones back to life After they've become rotten and dust And what does Allah Azza wa Jal respond Look at Allah's response They ask who will bring these bones back to life after their dust? Allah replies and says, Say to them Muhammad Sallallahu The one who created them the first time will bring them back the second time. Allahu Akbar. And this is logic also. They, they can't comprehend dust and bones coming back to life when Allah Azza brought them into existence from nothing They weren't even dust or bones initially So the one who created them from nothing can easily resurrect them from something This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And if there was not a resurrection If there was no resurrection my dear brothers after this life then it would have been that Allah created the creation in vain. Ta'ala Allahu an dhalik. If there is no next life, then us being created would have been a creation out of vain. How would Allah azza wa jal create the creation? And then the servants do good deeds and others do evil deeds? and then they die and are left without accountability or reward. How does that make sense? How does it make sense people are living on earth doing right and people are doing wrong and then both have the same circumstances and outcome? This logically is incorrect. Even to the kuffar, they live off this so-called principle That when you do good, you receive good. When you do evil, you receive evil. So there's no doubt that there is a next life, my dear brothers. And no one is allowed to deny this. Even if he claims to be a Muslim. Even if he prays five times a day. Whoever denies the resurrection, whoever denies the resurrection, is not a Muslim and whoever denies the next life is not a Muslim. So it is absolutely necessary that Allah resurrects the people, distinguishing the believer from the disbeliever, rewarding the believer for his faith and punishing the disbeliever for his disbelief. All of them die and are not resurrected and held accountable for their deeds, never will this be the case. Everyone will be rewarded or held accountable for how they lived in this dunya. And Allah Azza wa Jal says, And we did not create the heaven and the earth and all that is between them without purpose. So belief in the last day. What does belief in the last day mean? It means to believe in everything that will happen after death. So believing in the last day, my dear brothers, is not only believing in the day of judgment. That's only one part of the last day or the akhirah. The day of judgment is only the start. Iman in the Akhirah means to believe in everything that happens in the next life. Starting from death, and then the life of the grave, the Barzakh, and then the resurrection. And then standing in front of Allah Azza wa Jal, being questioned, receiving your book, your actions, your deeds being weighed on the scale. And the hawd the fountain of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, and the Sirat, the bridge that the people cross And then the Qantara At the end of the Sirat The other bridge And then Paradise and Hellfire Everything that happens In the next life Is part of Iman in the next life We believe in it all As Allah Azza wa Jal And His Messenger Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Informed us of it And belief in the last day, my dear brothers and sisters, is belief in the unseen. It is belief in the unseen. Because these are things we have not seen. Even the life of the barzakh, if you go to a grave and you open the grave, you will not see the barzakh life. You will see bones, skeleton, dust, a body, or whatever else. But the punishment of the grave, the bliss, the reward of the grave or whatever else, you can't see even if you're looking in the grave. Because it's from the unseen. It is from the matters of the unseen. And this Ummah is praised for believing in the unseen. It's praised for believing in the unseen. The first thing, Allah... Yani uh, praises the believers for in the Qur'an in Surah Al-Baqarah is the iman bil ghayb alif <inaudible> Lam mim la until Allah says about the believers al yu'minuna bil ghayb that's the first description of the mu'min in the Qur'an those who believe in the unseen so this is a ummah that believes in unseen with certainty without doubt and for that belief in the unseen, Allah rewards them greatly. Because it's easy to believe in something when you see it. But when you show full faith and belief and iman without seeing, this is true solid iman. This is the true solid iman. And we all know the story of the Isra and the Ma'raj, where the Prophet wasallam went up to the heavens. Yeah? This was a matter from the unseen Even though the Prophet ﷺ Physically went up With his body and soul To meet Allah Azza wa Yeah, but to the rest of the Sahaba It's from the unseen They didn't see it But they had firm belief And then Quraysh tried to mock the Prophet Sallallahu Wasallam And they said to Abu Bakr As-Siddiq They said, have you heard what your friend is saying? He's claiming that he went to uh, Palestine and then to the seventh heaven and back down in one night. They were mocking the Prophet ﷺ because Mecca to Palestine was a, was approximately a month travel for them. Just Mecca to Palestine. It will take them about a month. So they're telling Abu Bakr anhu, listen to your friend what he's saying. He's gone to Palestine and then up to the heavens in one night. They're trying to what? Put shack doubt in Abu Bakr's heart, but they don't know who Abu Bakr is. So they asked him, Do you believe something like that? Abu Bakr عنه, answered them so beautifully. He said, I believe, if he said that, I believe him. He said, I believe him in something even greater than that. Don't worry about Palestine in one light, that's nothing. I believe he gets revelation from Allah Azza That's much greater. Then him going to the Aqsa, Aqsa in one night, easy. Allah the creator and wills that it will happen. And that's how Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu got his title as Siddiq. His Iman was unshakable. And that Iman in the unseen. That's believing in the unseen. And us as Mu'mineen and Muslims, we must believe in the unseen without having any doubt. Allah Azza wa Jal and His Messenger Sallallahu Have said it Then we believe in it So belief in the last day My brothers and sisters Includes everything that will occur after death The first of those things Is that the deceased is placed in his grave That's the first thing that happens Death And then the person is placed in their grave And he's covered with dirt then the people will depart from him and he will hear the sound of their shoes and their sandals walking on the ground as they leave the gravesite. That's what the hadith mentions. When the person is placed in his grave and the people throw the dirt over him and they finish burying him, they walk away. The hadith says he hears their footsteps, walk away. Then the two angels will come to him and his soul will return back to his body. Because when you die, your soul leaves your body. And it goes up to Allah Azza wa if it's a believer. The angels, when they take out the person's soul, yeah, the, the angel of death, his duty is what? What's his role? His task? To take out the soul. So everyone that dies, Malik al-Mawt is the one that takes his soul out. But believe it or not, my brothers and sisters, the angel of death does not hold your soul for a long time. His job is only to remove it, nothing else. When the angel of death takes the soul, as the hadith mentions, it doesn't stay in his hand for the blink of an eye. Allahu Akbar. There's other angels waiting. Angels have different jobs. The angel of death takes it, Within the blink of an eye, the other malaika take it. The other angels take it. Those angels are the ones that travel up with the soul. And the hadith mentions if it is a righteous soul, those angels knock on the gate of the heavens because the heavens have gatekeepers from the angels. They stop anyone who's not authorized to go up from their gatekeepers. That's their job. So the angels carrying this soul they knock And then the malaika of the gatekeepers they ask who is it? And then the angels say it is such and such Then Allah allows that soul to pass through Because it was righteous Until it goes up and it meets Allah Azza wa jal. Allah greets the soul And then he tells those angels put it back in its grave And then he says reward him in his grave That's when it's a righteous soul When it's an evil soul They knock And it refused entry Allah doesn't allow it to enter through the heavens And he orders them to put it back in its grave And then the punishment starts So think of that period My brothers and sisters When the soul comes out It's going It's travelling Then when the person is buried His soul goes back in And that's where the two angels sit him up, Munkar and Nakir, and they question him. Okay? They question him, the three questions, and they ask him, Who is your Lord? What is your religion? And who is your Prophet? Three questions. And obviously that's a time where it's not the mouth that speaks. It's your Iman. So if you believed in Allah and worshipped Allah, when they ask, Who is your Lord? You'll answer, Allah is my Lord. But a person that did not worship Allah, that will not know how to answer. And when they ask, what is your religion? If you didn't practice Islam, you won't be able to say, Islam is my religion. And when they ask, who is your Prophet? If you didn't obey him and follow him, you won't be able to say Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa As the hadith mentions, the person that doesn't know will say, ha ha. Like, you know when you don't understand something, you say, "Huh?" That's their answer to the angels because they did not worship Allah so it's important we worship Allah Azza wa and we follow the Sunnah and we learn the Sharia of Islam so that we can answer those three questions when the Malaika question us in our grave and inshallah we will continue Taala next والله والله This program was presented by Al Bayan Radio The Voice of Al Sunnah wal jamaah